You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Good afternoon, listeners. This is Heather with the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. And this is Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. Expanding on today, ladies. So I was thinking, you know, I had Mm -hmm. earlier that one expectations too high because we fear of going, we we fear of who we're becoming. So, you know, you set the bar of your ex. Yeah. So you set the, yeah, because you set the bar too high and you know, you... I'd love to hear you explain that. I think that's something, but I'm not even fully digesting what that I means. I like that. I like yeah. it, especially in, in the context also of, for our healers when they're becoming a healer, like their expectations of oh, just. Oh, okay. I understand. So you're saying, um, okay, because I was thinking, who are you becoming? Like I'm thinking of a person, expectations. Yeah. Like so... who you become. But you mean, am I to understand? You mean like, okay, so say I want to be. Um, you know, and healing, want to be the best Reiki healer um, or, you know, spiritual teacher. And it's the fear of that you're not going to be good enough because your expectations or fear of I'm changing and who I am. H- how am I well, here? The this? truth of who you are, you know, the core to reach that level, you know, when we want to expand in consciousness, but what if we set the bar too high? Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a conversation right there. That's, that's uh, yeah. Oh, and it could, and when it can be applied it? for anything. Like, okay. you know, where do you expect where do you set your expectations too high mm-hmm. so that you would fail at right. that? So, right. you know, it could be, you know, anything from finances to yeah, motherhood, to a spouse, to a partner, yeah. business partner, yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. but okay. come from your heart to tell why it resonated with you. Well, like it came up in, in, uh, actually in a meditation and I was like, buying, I was like, Oh, I set my expectations too high because I was fearing of, of, of who I was becoming. I was like, damn. All okay, right. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. See, this is part where I, I get confused. Um, you set your expectations too high because of fears of who you were becoming. Okay. Yeah. So, so it caused myself to fail each time because if I set the bar too high and then it just kept on picking at me and like um, disempowering myself each time. Because you weren't measuring up. Because I wasn't measuring up and then it kept on knocking been. myself okay. down. And then I wasn't achieving where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to become the truth of who I am. But yet, here's a little another way where we wind up tripping ourselves over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. you you got this in meditation. I did. Okay. So now you got the recognition. You got this. Wow. This is mm-hmm. what's going on. Now what? How 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 do you process it? And how do you move through it? Yeah. Exactly. So. The question again, Stephanie, because I'm my, I'm actually drawing a blank for this. I'm just okay. like, interesting. Yeah. So you have this epiphany, if you will, this this yeah. awareness that you've been holding, perhaps you know, too high of expectations on yourself mm-hmm. for yourself in what you wanted to achieve, and then re- recognize you're falling short. But but then recognizing how could I even be this ridiculous expectation in the first place? So now that you're aware of it, how do you uh, work through it? How do you uh, change your behavior for yourself so that you can support yourself? 
I think um, I got nothing. Wow. <laughs> wow. How do I don't even know how to I don't even know how to answer that, Stephanie. Because um, right now, everything's such in flux for me right now. Here, let's go with that. Everything is such in flux for me right now. Like everything that I've been doing up until this point in meditations is completely changed as of this morning. So <laughs> to even ask me that, I have no idea because I just, I threw in the towel, said, let's start all over even on meditations because you know, I figured out this afternoon, this morning that I was over identifying with um, not being in the flow. Uh, what is it? Um, I can't even think of the word right now. See, it's it, my brain is just like, um, okay, you know what? That's a discussion <laughs> into itself. If I, I'm going to ask, um, I think obviously you can really, I'm going to ask Angela here too. And, and maybe that's where we're going to veer a little bit. She just said, because her brain is, is such, I've noticed, and I've heard other people having an issue with, um, focus thoughts. And I've mm -hmm. had a problem with language lately. Mm -hmm, and and mm -hmm. to the point where I asked myself the other day, now, granted, I, I had the virus you know, in the beginning of the year. And I know there's this <laughs> thing called COVID brain. I don't subscribe to that. I don't believe I have that at all. But I, I, I know I'm not having a stroke. I feel really feel confident about that. But I'm concerned. Like, it feels I, I question, like, is someone working me? Is someone in control here? And, and putting these thoughts in my head where my mouth and my thoughts don't match because this is ridiculous. I, of course, I've never I been this age before. Are you yeah. having this? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, a lot. Mm -hmm. and, and so for me, it triggers fears because I have Alzheimer's on both sides of my family. Mm -hmm. So okay. I what was before we were married. So this is over six years ago. Um, and I was in the restaurant with Chad and I started telling him a story and he's like, oh, you told me that. And I just started sobbing. Oh. I was like, well, and he's like, what, what's oh. happening? Why are you crying? <laughs> I, because it's so loaded for yeah. me. Right. Yeah. Um, so I've since learned to have a bit of more of a sense of humor about it, but yeah, that sense of, I can't place the word or my brain is either going slower or faster than my body. Angela, you would have communication problems as we're talking about communication. And I haven't had them all day. Uh -huh. But I was asking, what do you have? What have you ladies have heard? So uh, I, I listen to you know my podcast daily and there's been a lot of discussion. They were talking about how people, especially empaths, of course, have been affected so um, physically and mentally and spiritually uh, through uh, sun flares, through technology um, infiltration of what's around us, through questionable stuff that's sprayed in the air, to the the collective of what's being put out there by people's you know fears, concerns, anger, what have you. Mm -hmm. So they were talking about different things. As this one podcast I was listening to was talking about how we're all affected uh, emotionally, uh, mentally, focus being gone. People saying they've got ADHD now. Other people having physical problems, energy being all out of whack. So asking you guys, have you heard anything? And is this communication issue, like I'm talking about, have uh, any um, resemblance to something you've experienced? Mm -hmm. I've definitely had problems focusing. I have, so I've all my life, it turns out, as an adult, when I was finally on de uh, medication for depression, it also touches on the part of your brain that is affected by ADD or whatever. So all of a sudden I could focus for the first time in my life. And I realized the contrast. I was like, oh, 
hold on a second. It turns out my sisters have it, you know, mm, so right. I didn't know that growing up. Um, so it's something now that when I deal with it, it's like, okay, I know what this is. I really have to work to focus. It has gotten worse. I think it's partly spiritual. I think it's also partly just we as a society, you know, with TikTok and we don't read books. We do blogs. Mm-hmm. Now we don't do blogs. We need videos. You know, I think mm-hmm. we're just sort of the media, just as a society, we're being groomed to have less and less attention span. But even on top of that, um, yeah, the more like I go into meditation and work on releasing stuff, yeah, you kind of feel like floaty or not floaty, but it is hard to grasp what day it is or, you know, everything is sort of um, not as linear and as solid feeling. And that includes my vocabulary, apparently. But, you know, I'm also 52. So... (sighs) It's hard to hard to say, right? How it's much is hard age? To say. How much is um, again the interaction with the busy I, uh, schedule yeah. I'm holding on to, and how much is some kind of influence that we don't even know? Right. I I'm think just, it's a combination of all. You know, okay. um, for yeah. my personal experience, I think it is. I'm, you know, I'm sure for some people they are being picked on and attacked by these entities, but um, for me, it seems to be a little combination of everything, like around portals. And solar flares, but especially right portals. now this week. This week, tomorrow's a portal. Holy bananas! I crave sugar. Sometimes my bones will ache, like they will just hurt, and then oh, um, I just get really spacey, you know. And I'm just, I, I'm like, oh, and then it's happening again. And I check in with Heather. She's like, yep, there's a portal. I'm like, okay, <laughs> so off balance. Heather, you said you kind of had an. Uh, I um, do. I have a theory. A theory. Mm-hmm. I have a theory. Um, I think, I think it's gearing us. The thoughts losing, losing thought forms comes to mind. The feeling was, is it's gearing us up to have a more telepathic communication with each other. I think that's part of my theory on that one. And also losing the timelines and being more fluid gets you away from time and being more in the flow instead of in structure. I think that's also another thing. And then also, I think social media is also, it's a double-edged sword, but it's also, it's prepping our minds to go at a higher pace so that when you become the truth of who you are, it's functioning at such a high level that it's constantly do, 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 and you're used to it. And that's Mm -hmm. my theory on, on half of the stuff. Yes. Sometimes I think, you know, there's energies that kind of pick on that, you know, I've, I've had that happen, but for the most part, I just think it's, there's, there's an undercurrent of things working in the background that we just don't quite understand, but that's my theory on it. One is for, you know, telepathy. The other one is being, removing us from timelines. I know that, you know, I look at my past and when I was younger and I look at it, thinking that that it was somebody else it doesn't even really like if I was a walk-in that's what it kind of feels like it doesn't even feel like I'm that person anymore so yeah yeah. so and I just think we forget about stuff is because we're not tied to that timeline anymore Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. when we when we can't let go of what was in the past it just keeps us there tied to time which we need to get away from time because time is going away 
So that's why you need to be more in the, it, 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 you don't need to be any more in the floor. It's just happening that you are more in the flow. That's my being in the now it's being in the now. Well, everything you said is really rather positive. And I really like the idea of the time being a factor, because I, I would like to agree with you on that. If, if that's the case by pulling us out of the, the physical draw to time and that energetic draw to a structure of time that really doesn't even exist anyway. Um, it keeps us limited by, uh, like you say, being more fluid. It, it keeps us obviously flexible and we're able to uh, be in the flow of life and with that, which we want to create. The other part of it, so our communication being disrupted and in the theory that perhaps we're not going to need it someday. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just really mind blowing, but I like it. Sure. What the heck? I'll, I'll go along with that. It's kind of fun. <laughs> um, and then social media, like you say, being a double-edged sword. That's, I don't know that I, there is a lot of positives with social media, but I, I still think I'm, I'm stuck on the story that it's more of a, the great distraction than it is I think anything it's a great positive, distraction as right? Well. And I think it keeps the people focused. Like, look here, look here. Like, you know, the, mm -hmm. the, um, what's, what's the bullfighter guy, the matador shaking the red, um, red flag. Uh, scarf here, yeah. look mm -hmm. at here so that you can't see what we're doing over mm -hmm. here. Um, and, think, and that's the big concern, right? I think that's that, going to come out and okay. that's where it's going to, that's where, you know, like sources, like I have, I have a, I have a thing for everything. You know what I mean? It's like, we, we, this geared you up for it, you know what? I, but I do think it is quite the distraction. I think a lot of it is the distraction. Well, all media coming yeah. at us at any given time, right? Continues uh, rumors that get started, um, cancellations. And when the crowd moves this way, the pendulum screams that way. Whoever they're after, whoever we're all up in arms oh, with, gosh, yeah. just mm -hmm. it's just a distraction. It keeps us away, not only of not realizing what's really going on, but also not in tune with ourselves, what's going on with ourselves. And that's the most important. So that some people, yeah. if you ask them the question, how are you feeling? You know, are you feeling out of sorts? How's your focus? It's an automatic uh, how, answer. Well, right. Some I'm people okay. may be, may, right, may not, may not. Well, also it's interesting when you ask people how they are, it's so influenced by what's going on in their day, you know, and they, so few people start off their day in their own emotions. Like you carry on the day, you carry on. Sometimes I'll find myself waking up and as I start to wake up, bringing over the emotions from the day before, it's like, hold on, it's a totally different day. Like, and I and I used to in the um, use tarot to pull myself out of that. I would pull a card and sort of get the meaning from it and, and create my day from that. But um, yeah, it, it, it's amazing how many of us don't have that authority or that sovereignty over their own emotional state. It's, it's so buffeted back and forth by what's going on around them. And sometimes, yeah, of course you can't help it, but you, there is that core being of yourself that can always feel peaceful, even in the midst of turmoil. Um, so anyway, that, that just popped into my mind. Well, that reminds me of whenever um, I've had anything of great concern from any from any angry words maybe you know a family member to something that maybe I've had regret on or what have you and and you just wanted to go away but you're caught up in this unresolved situation you go to sleep if you're lucky enough to get a good night's sleep I recall that the first you know when the eyes open and you're just like uh oh, it's a new and then just like just like it 
like if you put it on a shelf and you took it right back, those emotions mm-hmm. that you had yeah. literally hours ago, you just, you just take it again. You're like, Oh yeah, I've got that. And so in those moments now I've learned, you know, I haven't not to say I never had that issue anymore, but um, in those times when I do have this, like, Oh gosh, I am carrying this angst um, to ask myself, you know, is it even mine? Why am I carrying it? Is it something I did? Is it something I'm fearing? Um, is it someone else's, you know, is someone else's fear now, you know, am I carrying it for no apparent reason or someone else's anger, someone else's whatever. Um, and if it's not mine, then how can I, you know, get it off of me and realize that that'll be, you know, you have the faith it's going to be dealt with how it needs to. If it is mine, what can I do to bring myself peace? But again, that's that checking in to even yeah. know if it's yours. And then if you never check in, then you may not know the gauge of what is yours and what is an outside influence, you know, affecting you. Mm-hmm. How do you, is that something, Heather, that, that you do a regular check only when you have issues? Do you do it every day? What's your routine for checking your well-being? Um, I like to think of it. I'm very present with my well-being mm-hmm. a lot lately, <laughs> especially with all this inner child work. But um, sometimes all I can get out is if I'm happy, I'm be like, I'm happy in the moment. But if I'm not happy, I'm just say, I'm not happy. And I'd like that to change. Where do I go from here? And then just allow it to come through, you know, try not to control what's going to happen next. And so. Mm-hmm. What about Angela? What you, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut I, you off. Heather. That's okay. Especially if you just don't have the answers for something, mm-hmm. which you, you know, you try to throw your mental process into it. You wind up going down a mental minefield. So, so just allowing it to play out. That's, that's what Heather's learning right now. And, and I think that's what I was trying to remember before is just allowing, uh, over identifying with control. So, so mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm just trying to allow the flow to happen. And when I get pushed in a direction, trying to go that direction, I even, I even asked for my head turning, you know, to, to know what's in front of me. I even asked for that to stop today. So I said, Ooh. let go of all the control. Oh, that's a big deal. Ooh. Yeah. So really what it takes really is, wanted... is, is patience besides that. Right. Yeah. Cause if, oh, yeah, when you're, when you're in that <laughs> feeling of, I don't patience. like the way it's feel to want to go away, but you're saying, all right, I'm just going to trust. I understand. I have to go through it. I'm, I don't have the answers. That's patience to just let it resolve itself. Yes, that's what I'm I'm trying to learn how to do because Heather's like, right, we're done with this, right? It's been two hours. Can we leave now? (laughs) Why is it Ricky working? Come on. Yeah. That's the worst of it when you want something so bad. What is your goal? Is it to feel good or is it to heal? Sometimes those aren't the same thing in the morning or in the morning, in the moment. Mm, There you go. Word swap. Do you want to feel better? Do you want to heal? Um, you know, it, it, in those moments where you're starting to feel impatient and you just kind of want to shortcut and use old mental habits or mental patterns that worked in the past, um, distractions. But if you really want to get to the root of things, sometimes you do just have to sit in it and let it sort of unfold yeah. or dissolve on its own. So that, exactly. you know, when I was little... I, so I've always suffered from depression and anxiety when I was little and I would have these waves of anxiety and I didn't know what was happening because I wasn't going into full panic, but I would just like, and I would be around people I love, you know, it, it, it didn't, it didn't matter. It wasn't necessarily that I was feeling stressed or anything. I would be happy and in the moment at a party and all of a sudden 
that feeling would come across. And I used to daydream to make myself feel better. So I would imagine um, I was like in love with Princess Diana. So I would imagine that I was royalty or I was famous, you know, just like I would go into this because I have ADD. I could do two things at once. I could be in the room talking to someone and just have this little rich fantasy life going on in the back of my mind because that shifted me out of the anxiety or at least was a security blanket while I was going through it. So I, I got into these habits of checking out, even though I'm right in front of you, when I'm having these these waves come over me. And Could as you've been an, an empathic child. And just what? feeling, could you have been an empathic child and felt somebody's Maybe, anxiety? maybe it's all up for review. I'm telling you, I'm trying not, I, that's a really <laughs> good, you know, that's really good because my story was anxiety, but it, it, I might've just been picking up. Um, but now as an adult, I sit with it. It's like, okay, here it is. I don't try to check out and mm. get happy daydreaming. Mm. You know, I, I, trying to be focused. So this is a very long-winded way of saying um, that requires patience because what I want to do is to really understand where this is coming from to get whatever message I'm supposed to have from it. If I am being empathic and picking up on other people's emotions, I want to know that because maybe I can help or at least just be aware of what's the truth of the situation. Mm -hmm. But that means I kind of don't feel good in the moment because I can't do my little escape clause and, and daydream or whatever it is you know, that gets me out of it, the mental cup of wine or whatever. So sometimes you really do have to just figure out the new way of handling things. And that can be uncomfortable. I feel like this podcast is for me right now to listen and hear it. I hope so. That's great. Isn't it wonderful when you can gain something from that? But I just like what Angela just said, the new way of handling things. I mean, I'd like to just absorb that for a minute. Because that's such a mind-blowing thought is we get used to how we heal ourselves, how we mm-hmm. comfort ourselves, how right? And support ourselves. Right. And, and then there comes a time where maybe it just doesn't work anymore. It's not serving. It doesn't mean it's bad. It yeah. just doesn't it's give not you appropriate. the results, right? That you need at this time. Exactly. So when you can say, I have a new way, a new way of, of coping or healing or being, and that, that is really, um, I mean, it, it makes my mind explode because then it, it's freedom, freedom to create, yeah. like to mm-hmm. not keep trying to force that, that, you know, square it's, in the circle, right? It's the Mercury yeah. in retrograde. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Re- reevaluating, refining. Yeah. Because what, what comes to my mind always is, you know, the way you used to parent your children when they were five is the same thing you would do as now that they're an adult, the problem solving you would bring Tried to them. It doesn't it, work very well. No, yeah. <laughs> it gets really resentful. And then you're on Dr. Phil. Um, and, you know, this is sort of self-parenting, right? So the way you would handle it when you were five is not going to be the way you would handle it when you're 15. Um, it's not the way you're going to handle it when you're 45. Now, if you imagine that as a spiritual development versus a chronological or physical development, you need new tools to come at things in a much more nuanced and sophisticated way because you're, you're, for lack of a better m- metaphor, more adult spiritually now. Yeah. And sometimes, like in our 20s, you're a hot mess trying to figure it out. And yet, that's the wrong like way I'm to handle right it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are just, I, I really think Angela's really just, she's got some good stuff today, everyone. So let's just 
again, let's just take this bumper sticker moment (laughs) and picture what if you haven't been aware? So I'm having like Heather, maybe I need to hear this too. So not being conscious that perhaps you're using old tools, old behaviors to Mm -hmm. try to fix something now, not being aware, you're just frustrated of why you're, you know, you're not getting results maybe, or why you feel the way you do Mm -hmm. and not understanding that as you expand, you're expanding, you know, spiritually, as we talk about here, we're growing, but you're, you may be still using old, um, you know, uh, right. That old toolbox. And, and that doesn't support your life now. It doesn't support who you are, what you want to be mm-hmm. um, and what's going on in the world. There's like a lot of factors in it. So what an interesting thing to, I really think this is like a, a really moment here where we can kind of just do some self-checking of what is it that you're bringing to the table for yourself? I.e. Heather's talking about a meditation that she, you know, it's just not working the same. My and- whole way of, of healing myself has completely turned on its head completely. So yeah. Your intention or it happened to you. I mean, what you decided it doesn't work or it's just not working. You're going, okay, well, I guess I have to restructure here. That's exactly it. And allowing, allowing whatever's to come through to come through. And if I get pulled in, so yeah, because over That's the weekend, kind of fun, isn't it, Heather? Is it like you know? It. <laughs> I wish the viewers else. could well, see no, Heather's face right now. No, but think about the it. answer is no. I mean, can't you just like you're just like fine? I'm done with all this. I'm, I mean, just like, is it kind of freeing or is it scary or is it sad? Because your face, yeah, didn't match the fun, <laughs> fun ideology. I, I am not having fun right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, this is when I wish we had video. It's a different network. <laughs> um, no, because when you get stuck in your ways, I think maybe I'm. That's part of like over-identifying, being stuck in your ways, controlling, and being. Nope, this is the way we're going to do it. We're going to constantly do it this way until the cows come home. Because that's <laughs> how it works for me, right? But you know, as Angela said, you know, you spiritually you're such you're an adult now stop thinking of yourself as the the teenager you're you're in your 20s now now you know Mm. let's let's apply what you've learned and just you've advanced spiritually so much that you don't need the the training wheels you don't need to think of yourself as the as the teenager yeah so so and that's kind of where i'm at where my meditations have changed but also like the way the way I go about like the inner child healing that I've done for months on end just completely turned on and said I said okay nope that's gonna change and then um and then uh and then just me like I don't want my head controlled anymore so I had to say okay I want this to change I don't want my head to be moved because I want I want to feel it I don't it's distracting to have my head moved and then try to figure out what that means because mm-hmm. it's applying the mental part of it. Yeah. And I don't want the mental part of it. I want to feel from my heart center. So I said, let's drop it. Let's drop all of it. Whatever's oh. for highest and best with me. And then allow whatever to come through. And right now I want to go chase my tail and be like, okay, what's next? What's the next sign going to be? And I just, I have to let it be. And I have to be patient. And yeah. And that's <laughs> hard. That's hard, especially for for healers who are out there listening. You know, when you're used to being the one with the answers and mm-hmm. you have a way of doing things and a way of accessing information, 
it's really hard to let that go. And so, especially, you know, I know how powerful and how uh, wise Heather is. And so for her to just like, okay, we're not doing it that way now. That's, that can be, that's brave. And that's keeping the bigger goal in mind versus sort of the, maybe something the ego telling you, no, 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 this, but it works though. And you help people with it though, but it's not, it's not, it's not right for you now, for now. And and I decided to take a a day of cleansing on top of this. So not only (laughs) I decided not to eat anything, I'm not eating anything. I'm just drinking water and cleansing. So Kind of reset for you all the way through. I think it's a reset. Mm. Now, that's really neat um, that you were saying. It kind of reminds me of, you know, maybe the results, it's not so much that what we have doesn't work for us. Maybe it's that we're totally needing and looking for different results on top of it. So how the machine used to work, if you did X, mm-hmm. your annotation, and you did, you know, you ate a certain way and you well, journaled kind of a certain way, it gave you a certain results, but falls now- into that same thing that I wanted to talk about, like mm-hmm. setting your expectations mm-hmm. too high. And then in, and nope, nope, it's not that at all, because I can't even talk about it. Ooh, I got really <laughs> dizzy there. But I I like that you brought up also how mental your relationship with with spirit was getting and your relationship with self was getting Mm -hmm. and it gets in the way. It was. It was um, so mental. Because I agree uh, with the whole feeling. I've never, I I did the pendulum once and it was wrong. And then I was just mad because, you know, I knew my answer (laughs) on myself, you know, I was better off listening to myself. I don't try things for a long time. And, and that was, uh, but it was a good thing. It was, it, it told me that I've got the answers. I don't need to say which way is yes, which way. And that's again, people, if it works for them, that's good. But because I'm very mental, the last thing I need is for something to, again, take my attention and then pull me away from my emotional, you know, GPS here that mm-hmm. has the answers for me. Um, and if you know yourself, like Heather's talking about, she knows this mental is just getting in the way of what she wants to um, move towards accomplish or be. So I think that's huge, Heather, that, uh, well, it did, didn't come up with it in one day. Yeah. It had been grinding <laughs> on me. And I was just like, this is getting really annoying. And I was mm-hmm. like, it keeps on taking my focus until I was like tearing out of the mm-hmm. tearing out of the room. Like I can't just take it. No, no, stop. <laughs> and that's your warning sign. If it drives you to something like that. Yeah. Right. If it's well, that was more today, frustration, was like right? yeah. enough's enough. We're, we're stopping here. Like, here's my sovereignty. I put it out there. But it's all been a good experiment again. You know, it doesn't matter if it was five days, five months, five years. That's true. The point is you have information now to know, you know, what worked. And you're you're kind of a one of those scientists that you just, you go for the long haul. You don't like a simple test. Yes or no. You, you gave it five years. You worked with it. You developed it. Mm-hmm. And now you've got your answers. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to say what does and doesn't work for you. So it's all just knowledge, which is really exciting. Yeah. That's why I go back to the fun. Cause now, <laughs> you know, you're you know, not like you're having to start from scratch per se, but you get to rebuild. You get yeah. to do what was going to work for Heather, what Heather wants to do. Full yeah. control. You can, you can help others. Exactly. That's what I always love about yeah. whatever dead end I've We've not gone into. Heather, you're at a dead end, but like when I look at parts of my life where mm-hmm. um, it just, it doesn't work for me anymore. Like what I thought when I wanted, when I was younger or what I put my energy towards or my schooling towards and, you know, all these things that now it's all different, but everything that you put down 
you know, and even though it's not right for you, it can be used in service to others, even exactly. if it's just to relate, even just to say, oh, yeah, been there too. Yeah, you know? no, I had that epiphany this weekend. I was just like, I'm doing this because I'm helping other people later. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. And I was like, stop that. <laughs> well, it doesn't, I mean, that part's not always fun, but again, it's valuable, right? Because when you can, you can make it valuable, someone, right? I mean, no one knows exactly what anyone is ever feeling, but you can certainly have empathy in a way. If you've experienced it yourself, you could really it. be comforting, right? <laughs> yeah. Versus someone who doesn't know what you're talking about. Um, you know, you, you're that less armed to help at least that person. You help other people, mm-hmm. but um, I think it's going to be very valuable to you. Uh, it's been great hearing all these experiences and it's going to be, I think, very exciting to think how you're going to, you know, uh, restructure and create your new ways of of learning and being and expanding. I think it's exciting. Well, I have this idea because, you know, I had a tendency of being coming at things more on a masculine side of things. I think it's restructure so that it it can be the blending of the two, the mm-hmm. feminine, the divine feminine. So. Which is interesting because, yeah, a lot of times with spiritual work, uh, because it's given so much of the feminine side, Mm -hmm. it's easy, not easy. It's probably more, we're more apt, I know for me, to jump in full feminine side because that's what it requires. Mm -hmm. I have to get away from that mental, linear, Mm -hmm. um, male thinking, male just, well, I guess the masculine energy way of thinking. And then I became too unbalanced on one side and it's just mm-hmm. too feminine. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so you've, you did it the other way, a very, very masculine side. And now you're going to, you know, arc over and, and envelop a, a lot more of the feminine energy. And that's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be, yeah. yeah it's going to be an, a, a new experience for you. So I think that's totally exciting. Yay. Let's oh, <laughs> clap. Let's clap for Heather. <laughs> um, because Heather and I share a brain, I've been going more to exploring the masculine side. And so all of a sudden I'm back studying with my Buddhist teacher, which, um, you know, she is part of this 13,000 year tradition, which talk about rules, talk about um, opinions on how it's done. And versus I'm like, I'm gonna invent things myself, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, just like loosey goosey. And I'm really enjoying the chanting the i know that i won't ever i shouldn't say ever but at this point i don't feel i would subscribe wholeheartedly to a particular school of thought or anything but it is nice right now having a structure i always see it as the emperor card he provides the structure that the empress the vine of the empress can grow on like a trellis and a vine exactly so i'm enjoying having structure and rules and you know it's nice. a good balance for you yeah. to bring in right And I now. think for our healers at home, go in a different direction. If it does feel stale, go mm-hmm. in a different direction. And that can you can think of things like masculine, feminine um, approaches, internal ex, um, exploration or external expression. Like what do you normally do? Do the opposite and just try try the waters on the opposite end of the pool, I guess. And even to the, the little things like rituals, I know, I think, Angela, you've said you're not really ritualistic for the most part in, in doing things. And I like rituals, but I'm not, um, I don't repeat the same thing. I don't do things the same way. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's just one I can't remember how I did it before, which, I, but I also don't like to be forced to th- like mantras that people say like, oh, oh, you know, write this down. It'll be 
so many, you know, sentences and, and this is the way you do it. I just, I don't like that at all. I'm very resistant to anyone telling me what, how to do things. It's just in my core, it does not work real well. Um, so that is an extreme feminine side of myself. I'll create it myself. I know how to create, I'll create it myself. But then where I miss on, maybe I see on the masculine is I think for sure it's the confidence. It's the, um, uh, well, confidence for sure. And just feeling that what I do is enough or is good enough, right? So that's where I fall short on on that side because I'm heavily dominate on the creative side. Um, I'll listen to other people. I just won't most of the time adapt it. It just, because it, I know it doesn't fit right for me, right? Well, and I it might be old Catholicism too, out. repeating prayers for so long and there was the man you know telling you what the prayer had to be and it's just it's Mm -hmm. just such a way I think of life for so long and I didn't understand what I was even saying until I really listened to what these prayers mean oh my gosh I'm not until you realize I'm saying I'm sorry (laughs) there's a dead man nailed to the wall why aren't we not upset about this (laughs) as a Catholic I'm just like I yeah, right. and just Wait, yeah, bringing him. someone in uh, into the church who's never been there is like, well, how is this a good place to go to, right? <laughs> My younger brother brought his uh, little friend. They were like five or six, or you know, they had a sleepover, and so right. he came to church, and he was so upset. He was like, and it was this very sensitive, <laughs> I think, probably empathic child. Uh, now, um, but yeah, he was just like, what? He said, we didn't think, I mean, it's like, oh, that's Jesus. We nail him to a wall and we worship him, you know, Um, it's what you do. But um, yeah, I don't even know why I brought that up. Catholicism and the rules. Right. But because you get used to seeing things so that you don't even see it, right? Because it's nothing wrong. I remember going into a, a Nazarene, a church of Nazarene. And I thought it was like the Flintstones. It was just like a couple stones. There was nothing on the walls. It was like so bare. And I thought, well, God must not be here. I mean, this place is abandoned. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's funny. But you know what is, is interesting about the masculine side of things? You can almost treat it as a hack so that the rules are there to be learned so that they can be rewritten and refined by you individually, right? But first you learn what other people have learned first it's it's kind of like a hack they it, why reinvent the wheel now you may customize the wheel or decide to walk but it's like a shortcut learning the rules is kind of like a, the way i view it that masculine side of things is a shortcut like hey this worked for thousands of years okay let me see now let me internalize it and through alchemy come up with what my individual expression of it is whether it's that's a part of it or it's an element or it's rejected completely i like to use it again maybe because like you with catholic background there's this intrinsic no comfort around rules um but i do like to know the rules knowing even though knowing i'm not going to be staying here forever and i will be writing my own rules it is nice to hear what other people have thought about it so maybe think of them as opinions versus rules or suggestions. Yeah, suggestions is a good one, especially yeah. when you're first learning. Sometimes you think, well, you got to start somewhere, like yeah. you say. So just, and, and again, feeling, is it work for you? Why are you doing it? Are you doing it because you're afraid if you don't, you don't get the results? Mm. Are you doing it because you know, if you're giving you results, that's great. That's wonderful. 
But if it's someone else's way and you're not getting your results, then maybe it's time to question it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, but and give, it a, it. give it a fair chance. I didn't mean to interrupt mm -hmm. you. Um, you know, I'm doing um, a specific chant for the loving mother and the Buddhist thing right now. And I'm like, eh, chanting. Mm -hmm. And then my teacher explained to me, these are the seed syllables. When you say them out loud, they cause a certain vibration and it alters your physical being. And of course, I've been talking about vibrations and the sand on the plate and you put a certain vibration, it creates a certain formation. I'm like, oh, let me try this because it sounds like she's talking exactly what I've been saying. Let me see if they match up. So it's this really neat sort of um, experiment mm -hmm. I'm doing right now, which um, with the Buddhist tradition goes hand in hand because they're all about contemplate it, meditate on it, decide for yourself, decide for yourself, you know, so. Such freedom in that, right? And yeah. your, your experiment. I just, I think it's fabulous when people try different things. I was talking to someone a couple of weeks ago and this person had some really just crazy out there um, <laughs> words of wisdom, if you will. Uh, and it was, it was a, it was about a little bit of everything. It was about um, yogis. It was about paranormal. It was about spiritual growth and chakras. But it was kind of um, well, it's a good one eighty from where I where I am. You know, I mean, it was it was just kind of like a stretch my mind. And but I wasn't um, mad at it. I wasn't like I didn't think it was a joke. I just what I appreciate it is that. It, yeah, it's a hundred percent true for this woman. Absolutely. A hundred percent true because that's her beliefs. That's her intentions. And those will be her results. And, and it's fine. And it exists because she believes it exists just yeah. like mine exists because I believe it exists. And in that moment, I just realized that how exciting it is that we can have our own beliefs and, and we can get whatever results we want. We become our own experiment because we yeah. control the experiment. So we will get the results and we can substantiate, you know, we can show why it works, but it works for us. And that yeah. formula, you know, may not work for other people, but I thought that was great. You know, I mean, I, I know other people were not thinking the same thing and they were like rolling their <laughs> eyes, but I thought it was great because one, I love that she had confidence to just speak it out loud, you mm. know, as um, wild as it was, that's fantastic. Because, you know, yeah. I mean, the whole part of really allowing yourself to express yourself is to be confident enough to be who you are without worrying about the judgment. That's that's huge always for me. So I really thought well, that was great. Your, in my opinion, your relationship with the divine is the most important relationship in, yeah, in your life, right? Whether it's a conscious one or not, you're, you're, in my opinion, always seeking a feeling of connection. So so it truly has to be a unique expression of you. Otherwise, to me, it's just not as effective. It's not even about authenticity or truthness or rightness. It's just not effective in comforting me or giving me a sense of wisdom. So yeah, I think it has to be coming from That's oneself. very true, Angela. Yeah, that's yeah. a beautiful way of putting it. You know, how it's it's like a recipe explicitly for us. Yeah. And only we know it and it just can't be duplicated. I mean, it could, but like you say, is it going to be effective? Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Heather, what do you have to say about that? How's your recipe going? Nothing. It's boo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you really did trusting. go down to the bare bones. Who she is yeah, right now. She doesn't yeah. even have right now. She's got, she's got mm -hmm. none of the potions going on. Right now, but she's going to come back strong. 
and when she's ready, but, but it's neat because like you say, even with the cleanse, Heather, what you're doing is you're just eliminating everything. You're clearing everything out in order for you to start rebuilding, recreating yeah. what it is you're going to want. That's just awesome. It's like taking everything out of a room before you can kind of understand what it is you want to do with it or how you're going to design it. Get yeah. the junk out first, right? So you see what you have. Um, get rid of the fun. stories. Yeah, that's, that's what neat. I've been doing lately. Get rid of, getting rid of all my stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it sad sometimes when you release them? No, nah. you're always, they're ready to go. They're they, ready they're to go. They're expired at this point, huh? <laughs> you know, even if they're not at the ripe age of 29, uh, <laughs> or some might pronounce it 52, um, <laughs> I've got, I've left behind and picked up so many things that you just always, you just understand there's always something else coming and it's going to be even more wonderful because it's going to be more in alignment with who you are at the moment. So no, there's no sadness. Yeah, that's true. You're making room. You're making room for, for what else uh, is meant to come. And those changes usually are for the better. I mean, they they help you grow and and it's the next phase in this chapter of your life at 52, 29. Heather, any last closing thoughts from you? I did, but poof, there they went. Um, Just if all of a sudden you start thinking that you've messed up and that it's all gone to hell in a handbasket, just, just t- stop for a second and just realize that's not the case and whatever's to come next, it will come. Just go do something like go watch a movie. If it gets too mental for you. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. All right, listeners, we thank you so much for tuning into the three intuitive healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the three intuitive healers podcast show. Remember when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast.